welcome to the Everyday Neuro podcast series. I'm your host, Dr. Janine Cooper, and I'm aiming to provide you with the knowledge and inspiration to understand the fascinating world of the human brain. I'm sure you'll agree that we're actually living at a time when we are facing so many challenges, one of those being, of course, COVID-19. And you might be listening to this and have a role as a first responder and have witnessed or were in close proximity to some really critical incidents. Perhaps you are a person that's had exposure to human or animal suffering as a result of a natural disaster, such as the recent Australian bushfires. You could also be a family member or a colleague who is recovering from a challenging event yourself, but are also trying to support others in your personal life or workplace that are also experiencing similar events. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Although many of us do have strategies and people we can talk to when we're feeling stressed, sometimes when we actually have a buildup of this emotional and physical and psychological strain, then it can, in some cases, lead to a mental health condition called post-traumatic stress disorder, more commonly referred to as PTSD. And that is going to be the focus of today's episode. So, Let's have a look at what is PTSD. Well, it's defined as a chronic and debilitating psychological disorder characterized by exposure to actual or threatened death, serious injury or sexual violence. And a person living with PTSD can experience a range of issues. So how can we recognize the signs and symptoms of PTSD? Well, sometimes the symptoms of PTSD can make you feel wound up. So, for example, having trouble sleeping or concentrating. You might be startled easily or feel angry or irritable. And you might even take greater risks than usual or be constantly on the lookout for danger. Another symptom could be reliving the traumatic event through unwanted memories, vivid nightmares, flashbacks or intense reactions such as heart palpitations or panic when reminded of the event. 
People living with PTSD might try to avoid reminders of the event, such as activities or places. It could be people, thoughts or feelings that bring back memories of the trauma. Sometimes people living with PTSD might also experience negative thoughts and lose interest in day-to-day activities that they once enjoyed, and therefore they feel distant or isolated from family, friends and colleagues. PTSD has been shown to have a number of consequences on our well-being, including how our body and mind functions, as well as how we interact with others and perform at work. In Australia, approximately 4% of the population is likely to experience PTSD at some point in the given 12 months and around 7% in a lifetime. In the United States and Canada, the lifetime prevalence of PTSD ranges from around 6 to 9% in national samples of the general adult population, with one-year prevalence rates of 3.5 to nearly 5%. And if you're wondering what prevalence means, it just refers to the proportion of the population. These rates are higher for people who have had great exposure to challenging events. And it really goes back to what I was saying earlier about the combination of events. If we look at the international research that has investigated exposure to challenging incidents in emergency work environments... 90% of emergency work personnel report that they have experienced exposure to a trauma, with 30% of those reporting that they'd experienced three or more traumatic incidents in their career. So this places people who provide critical incident and emergency response and support and a much increased risk of PTSD. In emergency work studies, PTSD has been shown to be associated with high rates of absenteeism, resignation, early retirement, sick leave and long-term disability. And previous research has also found that 77% of firefighters who develop PTSD also went on to acquire another mental health condition such as depression or anxiety. So it's really important that we understand this kind of prevalence or the proportion of people with PTSD. And the good news is that with professional care and treatment, symptoms of PTSD can be successfully managed. Now, perhaps you're listening to these results and don't really feel like they reflect you. But chances are that even if they don't relate to you or anyone you know or work with directly now they might in the future. And this is reflected by Joe, who has shared with me their lived experience of PTSD working as an emergency room nurse. Now, Joe's not going to feature in this episode for privacy reasons, but they have provided me with their consent to read out their lived experience. Even though some of my friends had found the job hard due to PTSD, I didn't actually think it could happen to me. I thought I was immune to it. I'd been a nurse for 15 years and had seen so many challenging things and I thought I was coping well. I remember it was a Tuesday and I woke up with this incredible feeling. I was sweaty, my chest was thumping and I felt this huge sense of foreboding. I felt absolutely terrified. There was no way I could go to work. I felt sick in the stomach and so I rang in sick thinking it would get better in a couple of days but it didn't. I actually felt worse. 
As well as feeling panicky and fearful, I just couldn't stop crying. I'd never felt like this before and I was so scared that I'd never be right again. I thank Joe for sharing this experience with us. And I would say that although PTSD can feel overwhelming for a person, including those who care about the person themselves, with the correct personalized treatment, there is hope. In the first instance, there are things that we can all do in the short term that can make a really big difference in helping us to cope if and when we encounter very stressful and often challenging situations. And I've spoken to you about this in earlier episodes of the Everyday Neuro podcast. So let's now look at some of those things that we can do in the shorter term. We can try to monitor our stress levels and this will help to sort of feel more in control of your response to situations and know when it's actually time to take a break or do something that you've found to calm your body. I know many of us will persevere and, you know, we just think, oh, I'm just going to battle through. But in fact, you're just making your stress levels worse. There are some pretty good apps out there that you can use. Um, I'll give you the name of a couple and I'm not sponsored by these at all. They're called Mood Kit and CBT Thought Diary. Maybe check them out. They're free. See if they help you. They're not for everyone, but I thought I'd mention them. Also, please look after yourself by eating healthy food and doing things you enjoy. A healthy diet will fill your body with the energy it needs, especially when you're feeling low and stressed. Because remember, stress really impacts your immune system and that can lead to inflammation and your general health will be negatively impacted. If you can, keep in contact with people you trust and like being with. And try and take regular short breaks from work as this allows your brain to restore its focus and also set yourself a realistic timeline so you don't get too overwhelmed. I always found it a fascinating fact when I was studying that I was learning about the part of the brain that deals with memory called the hippocampus and the lecturer said, did you know that the hippocampus likes a little break every hour? And if you do that, maybe for five minutes, take a stroll or just change the room you're in, go to the water cooler, have a coffee. It actually helps the hippocampus regain some of its energy and therefore you're more focused and productive. So you heard it here. There is actual brain neurochemical evidence to say take a break. Also, try not to take on too much and overcommit yourself. And when possible, really do try to get some exercise. I know you hear this all the time, but by taking exercise or moving, stretching, you're allowing all that wonderful oxygen to get into your lungs, which then make its way into the bloodstream. And that, in its very simple form, will allow your rest and digest system, your parasympathetic nervous system to kick in. And that reduces your fight or flight system, also known as your sympathetic nervous system. So there's the, again, neuro reason for taking exercise. Another really beneficial thing you can do is get enough sleep and don't rely on alcohol or drugs to make you feel better. And in future episodes, I'm actually going to be talking in depth about many of these strategies with fabulous experts in the field of sleep, recovery after injury, and also alcohol use. Sometimes in life, we think we're doing really, really well, but it could be a friend or a family member or even a colleague 
sort of notices a change in your behavior and can start to ask how you're coping. Now, it's not always easy to have that question put to you and you might feel angry and hurt. And sometimes a person might even try to use humor to mask or deflect from how they're really feeling. However, those comments could actually be a sign that the person might benefit from seeking professional support. And it's important because if it is stress, anxiety, depression, or in this case, we're talking about PTSD, then the correct treatment approach is so important. It could also be that you are a colleague, friend or family member who has noticed that someone you might know is actually finding life a little bit difficult. If that's the case, let's now have a look at some ways that we can offer support. And it doesn't have to be with huge gestures. In fact, far from it, the small gestures are sometimes the best. It could be by asking a person if they'd like to get a coffee or whether you can help with a task that they're doing. Often by offering practical assistance, you can actually help a person to ask how they are and you can actually learn more about effective ways to do this by looking at the helpful guides that you can find on the Are You Okay website. But sometimes it's really tricky to talk about your feelings when you're trying to hide them or bottle them up or just try and seem as though you're getting through the day. So those small gestures can be so beneficial. For family members as suggested by the support network Phoenix Australia, you should be involved wherever possible in the assessment and treatment of your loved one. But in the case of PTSD, please remember that you are not the therapist and it's not your role to find solutions for them. Often PTSD, like depression and anxiety and other mental health conditions, affects the whole family. And it's important that your needs and the perspective that you have are taken into account throughout the treatment. It can be difficult to watch someone you care about struggle with the distress caused by trauma. And you might find yourself as a carer constantly worrying about their well-being. And you can feel helpless when confronted by their emotional reactions. If you do feel that it's too difficult to hear all the details of the trauma from your loved one or friend or colleague, you need to let the person know while at the same time reassuring them that you care. Remember that providing support doesn't have to be complicated. It can often, as I've said before, involve small things like spending time together, making a phone call or sending a message. It could be that that cup of tea or having a virtual dinner or even just giving them a hug if they're welcoming to that can make such a difference to that person's well-being. Some people find it helpful to have time to themselves after a traumatic experience. If this is the case for you or your loved one, try to give them some space and time alone when they ask for it. Try and encourage a balance between time spent alone and time spent with others. People experiencing PTSD can often seem disinterested or distant and it might be that if you're the person with them you may feel shut out. This is usually because the person is trying not to think or feel and this is so that they can block out painful memories. They might even stop participating in family life or ignore your offers of help or become irritable with you. So it's really important to remember that these behaviors are symptoms of PTSD and they're actually not personal or about you. 
Your loved one or family friend or colleague might actually need your support, but doesn't know how or what they're meant to do to ask for help. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Caring for someone with PTSD can be challenging, so please remember to look after yourself as this might be the most important thing you can do to really help them. Supporting someone who has been through a trauma can take a toll on you, so much so that your own health can actually be affected and you can no longer help them effectively. It's therefore really crucial that you take time out and reach out to your friends and other people who can support you. And that could include a health professional such as your general practitioner. I'd like to finish today by saying that although living with PTSD can be extremely challenging, there are various ways to recover and receive support. I hope that this episode has provided some information to help you understand and recognise the signs and symptoms of PTSD and ways to seek further support should you or a loved one choose to. If you'd like any more information about the resources that I've shared with you in today's episode, then please go to the Everyday Neuro website. That's everydayneuro.com.au forward slash podcasts. I would also like to take this opportunity to say a huge thank you to all of the amazing first responders around the world who risk their lives to save ours and have worked tirelessly during the pandemic and continue to do so into the future to keep us safe. Thank you. I'd also like to thank you for listening and I hope you'll join me for another episode of the Everyday Neuro Podcast. So until next time, please look after that amazing brain of yours, stay safe and take care. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.